Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast with Dr. William Choctaw, MDJD. Our mission is to empower you with the knowledge and the tools you need to thrive in all aspects of your life. Join us now as we discuss everything from nutrition and exercise to money management and personal growth. Dr. Choctaw will provide insightful advice on how to improve your physical and financial health, as well as your emotional and mental well-being. Whether you're looking to boost your energy levels, unlock financial freedom, or cultivate a more positive mindset, we've got you covered. Get ready to become the best version of yourself. So let's get started. Here's Dr. William Choctaw, MD, JD. Good morning. I'm Dr. William T. Choctaw, and I'm delighted to have you with us today. Today, we have a very important topic that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about dementia versus Alzheimer's. But before we get started, let me just make a general comment. Each month, we strive to provide you with our listeners with mental, physical, and spiritual strength by giving actionable advice, tips, guidance, and information to help you achieve your own personal, professional, and spiritual goals. We consider the health of the mind, body, and spirit paramount as a single unit that provides a cumulative strength greater than the individual parts to strengthen the whole person. So again, welcome uh, with joining us today for this very important topic. As I said, we're going to talk about dementia versus Alzheimer's. Which is it and why is it important? In other words, why is it important for you to know about dementia and Alzheimer's and understand uh, the difference between the two? As always, we like to start off with our beliefs. I believe life is about being of service to others. I believe knowledge is power. I believe leaders can change the world. We also always like to put up an outline. This gives you an idea about what we're going to talk about. Uh, and as important, it lets you know when we're just about done. We're going to talk about dementia. We're going to define it. Then we're going to define Alzheimer's disease. We're going to go through the um, diagnosis and treatment um, and also give you some suggestions about prevention. This is part of our masterclass series, the topic today, as all of these presentations and our goal overall is to help you to have a more healthy, wealthy, and wise lifestyle uh, and allow you to be mental, physically, and spiritually healthy. So what is dementia and how does it differ from Alzheimer's disease? Dementia is a general term for a decline in cognitive ability that includes memory loss and thinking difficulties. Let me say that again. Dementia is a general term for a decline in cognitive ability that includes memory loss and thinking difficulties. In other words, dementia is an umbrella term that has to do with difficulty with memory. So it's an umbrella term. Dementia is not a disease. It is basically a category, if you will, an umbrella category that includes a number of different disease under it. Alzheimer's, on the other hand, is a specific brain disease. Alzheimer's is a specific 
brain disease. And what's more important, Alzheimer's is the most common cause of dementia. So there are a number of different causes of this um, um, umbrella term called dementia. And of those different terms, Alzheimer's is one of them and the most common one uh, causing dementia. So again, dementia, general umbrella term for memory um, difficulties or inability to make proper decisions. Alzheimer's, a disease of the brain that is the most common cause of dementia. So if we were to first just take a look at dementia, and this again is a umbrella term for issues that have to deal and that cause dementia, um, we look at things like uh, individuals who begin to develop difficulty with language. They can't find the right words to say what they want to say. They have difficulty solving problems. They have confusion of time and place uh, in terms of where they're, where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing. They may have some changes in personality. They end up having examples of poor judgment. They sort of make decisions that are not wise and out of character for what they would usually make. Uh, they have problems communicating and they misplace things. Now, we all misplace things, but we're talking about individuals who do it on a broader basis. So if we look at um, Alzheimer's and dementia and compare the two again, um, dementia is not a disease and Alzheimer's is, uh, and dementia is a very, very general term um, that involves difficulty with cognition or thinking Alzheimer's, on the other hand, is a complex set of diseases that uh, progressively get worse over time. So let's drill down a little more closely now with dementia. We say it, it has to do with recent memory loss that affects daily life. But a person with dementia would have trouble remembering conversations or may even um, ask repeated questions because uh, their short-term memory has been compromised. Uh, in terms of uh, difficulty performing regular tasks, someone with dementia uh, might have a difficulty driving a familiar route. Let's say you drive a certain distance to work every day. Let's say it takes you 20 to 30 minutes to get to work. You go the same streets each time. Uh, but if you're developing dementia, you may have difficulty going through that familiar route and consequently um, be late for work sometimes. Um, problems with language. Individuals with dementia uh, might have difficulty following or starting conversations. They may use the wrong words, and primarily because they're unable to remember uh, the proper words that they should use in this particular conversation. We're talking about dementia now. Uh, disorientation of time and place. Person with dementia will be confused with the time of day uh, and what's appropriate to do for that time. In other words, um, for uh, lunchtime, uh, they may be confused whether it's lunchtime or breakfast time, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, decreased poor judgment. We talked about uh, bad decisions um, about their appearance. Um, and indeed, they may start having difficulty in, in how they appear physically and how they dress. Um, uh, and how they prepared for a particular event or, or, or even going to work. Problems with complex tasks. A person with dementia will have 
a difficulty uh, keeping track of finance, let's say, paying the bills on time. Um, maybe difficulty managing a certain meal. Maybe this person fixes meals uh, for the family, male or female, uh, but they may not remember the steps, the individual steps to making a cake or making bread uh, or other types of meals. Basic things that they've done for years now become problematic. Um, one of the other more obvious things is misplacing things. Again, we all misplace things. Uh, but the, the distinction I like to use is I may misplace my keys uh, periodically, um, and that itself may not be that big a deal. However, uh, individuals with dementia, uh, particularly advancing dementia, misplace items in the in the wrong place. For instance, if I misplace my keys uh, on the desk, that itself may not be um, a major issue. But if I misplace my keys in the refrigerator, that then is more suggestive of a dementia type of problem uh, than uh, just mild forgetfulness, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, changes in mood or behavior. Uh, personalities may switch very quickly. Uh, emotions may switch very quickly to the extent that they are out of, out of the ordinary. Uh, again, we all may have different emotions. But these are things that will jump out to you, either within yourself or with those around you, that may be suggestive of a dementia-type problem. Relating to others, um, individuals with dementia may have difficulty remembering uh, individuals uh, and being able to communicate with those individuals who they've known before. And loss of initiative. Um, um, persons may just may not feel like they have much energy, just don't want to do very much and not interested in things all of a sudden, whereas maybe before they were very engaged in various different activities. So again, we're talking primarily about dementia now. Dementia is the umbrella term uh, that involves cognitive uh, ability or lack of ability, cognitive meaning thinking. So uh, dementia is a umbrella term that has to do with inability to think the way you normally would think uh, to get things done. Another important aspect of dementia that we've touched on slightly, but let's delve a little deeper, is the psychological symptoms of dementia. Um, personality changes. You may live with a spouse uh, who uh, begins to develop dementia, who suddenly may shift in personality and behavior to the extent that you notice it. And I mentioned spouse because our spouses notice us more closely than most others. Uh, so, you, the, so the spouse would be the first one to know uh, to notice. But you, you, you seem more down uh, in the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months, um, or you seem more um, combative, uh, or something to that effect. Um, a part of the psychological symptoms can can include um, anxiety. Uh, maybe the individual now worries more or frets more about things than they used to. Uh, little things that didn't bother them now just sort of appear to make them very upset and 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 very uncomfortable. Um, and again, the depression, you know, not wanting to do anything, not finding any joy or pleasure in anything, um, many times can be suggestive of a type of depression. Obsessive tendencies. Um, again, these are actions of the mind uh, and, and that translate into behavior 
that cause us to do certain things that we just would not ordinarily do. Um, and where, where we obsess over something over and over and over again uh, in a way that stands out and does not appear to be normal for us. <clears throat> hallucinations of paranoia. Hallucinations mean you see or hear things that are not there. Um, you hear sounds that are not really there. You see people or figures or imagine that you're seeing things that are not there. Inappropriate behavior. Inappropriate behavior is a difficult one, but the way this shows up is um, individuals who may laugh in a situation that appears to be inappropriate. Um, someone shares a very sad story or a very sad experience, and this person would laugh or, or, or just act inappropriately. Um, these are suggestions of some cognitive, i.e. thinking abnormality that may be associated with this umbrella term that we call dementia. Agitations uh, in mood um, and, and, and just getting upset a lot or little noises that bother you more than they used to. If the garden is outside uh, mowing the lawn, the sound of the lawnmower may just drive you up the wall. Um, and then just the general loss of interest. Let me say a quick word about depression, because depression will basically uh, impact or uh, be impacted by dementia and Alzheimer's. But in general, in, depression is one of those things, and we're going to talk about it in terms of seniors now. And my definition of senior is an individual who's 65 years of age and older. Keep in mind, however, that dementia, Alzheimer's, and depression can occur at any age for an adult. Uh, but we're talking about the most common types of situations. Seniors who are depressed, uh, usually the majority of them do not believe that depression is a health problem. And this is a general problem with <clears throat> uh, mental health um, um, illnesses uh, themselves, is that we, we tend to not um, give them the um, uh, attention um, and um, and the, the concern that we should or that we would say if one were to break a leg or uh, get chest pain or get a laceration on the arm or the foot, uh, whereas we would act very quickly, move uh, to get resolution. Whereas with depression, um, many times uh, we excuse it away, partly because we don't understand it um, as well as we should, um, but my point is, all that does is it complicates the problem. It delays treatment, it delays resolution of the problem, and it tends to um, um, self-increase the severity of the problem itself. 80% of people with depression uh, can be treated successfully with medication, psychotherapy, or a combination of the two. Let me say that again. 80% of people with depression and be treated successfully with medication, psychotherapy, or a combination of the two. This is a treatable problem uh, that affects the brain, and we need to look at it as such uh, and then be able to have it taken care of. Um, and again, as I mentioned before, most of us um, adults uh, who get depression know very little about it. Um, and that then, as I said before, complicates treatment um, and um, access to appropriate care. One of the things that's also uh, significant is that uh, as one gets older and heart conditions or heart-related conditions become more prominent, 
a good number of those of individuals or patients who develop heart attacks uh, also have an associated depression along with it. Uh, and it's good. It's important to uh, uh, make the point that the body is a unit that is very complex. Think of the world's most complex computer uh, available. Um, and everything is interrelated. Everything is interrelated. Um, and so one needs to think of the body as a unit with interrelating, interacting parts, uh, because so one area affects the other area. And that's why it's so important to have more of a, in my judgment, more of a holistic approach, mind, body and spirit, uh, as we deal with these um, um, a number of these uh, physical and or psychological problems. Now, I mentioned earlier when I was talking about dementia versus Alzheimer's that Alzheimer's is the most common cause of dementia, and that is true. There are other causes. Uh, there are actually four of the causes of dementia, uh, and I'll just mention, mention them briefly. Vascular dementia, which has to do with blood flow to the brain, um, something called Lewy body dementia. dementia. Um, these are individuals who have had dementia and were found to have certain types of um, 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 material in the brain that distinguishes them from others. There's a frontal temporal lobe type dementia, which is unique. And then there's a mixed type dementia. But again, remember the most common type of dementia is Alzheimer's disease. And we'll, we'll speak about Alzheimer's. So let's, let's take a look at Alzheimer's. Okay. Let's leave dementia in general aside. Um, as a overall category, um, Alzheimer's has a lot of areas that make it unique um, in a bad way. Um, uh, the first thing is uh, it's in stages, which is good. Um, the first, the early stage or the mild stage, uh, a patient may have a, a memory loss, mood swings, slow to learn or react, uh, uncomfortable with new situations, uh, prefer the familiar. Actually, that's probably all of us. I know I certainly prefer the familiar, um, can still perform basic tasks. We're talking about stage one or mild Alzheimer's disease of the brain um, and uh, may lose, may have slowing in speech and understanding and periodically lose the train of thought. It's important also to understand that Alzheimer's can cause significant psychiatric problems itself separate and apart from the mild or various types of psychiatric um, um, symptoms that you may see in mild forms of dementia. So in stage one of Alzheimer's, uh, the patient may, be, may, may become aware of a loss of control, uh, may, maybe just of their personality or their mood. Um, they may become more irritable than normal. They may become more fearful than normal, more restless, more depressed. Uh, these are things that tend to be outside of the normal for that particular person, and they tend to be noticed most closely by uh, close members of the family and or those who work and associate with that person on a regular basis. That's stage one of Alzheimer's disease, a physical disease of the brain Okay, that um, uh, progressively gets worse. And so then we go to stage two, moderate Alzheimer's. Here, disability occurs. Um, distant past may be recalled, but recent events become difficult to remember. They can remember things that have happened 20 years ago, 
but many times they cannot remember things that happened 20 minutes ago or maybe even 20 seconds ago. So it's the recent events that become difficult to remember. Um, They uh, are not able to comprehend location, day, and time. And we talked about this a bit in general with dementia, but here we're talking about it progressively getting worse, progressively getting worse. Um, And one of the more distressing parts of Alzheimer's is that they may not recognize familiar people. And this is a situation where a mother or a father cannot or does not recognize uh, their son or their daughter or their grandson or their granddaughter, uh, members of the family, members that they work with. Um, And this can be obviously not only very distressing for the patient, but very distressing for the family and friends and, and co-workers. Um, who associated with this person, which then takes us to stage three of Alzheimer's. Um, and here the patient is unable um, to care for themselves appropriately many times. Um, they are less and less responsive. Um, they are unable to recognize anyone, unable to recognize anyone. So you can imagine this brain now that's that's damaged and diseased that's getting progressively, progressively, progressively worse. Uh, they may have loss of bowel or bladder function, or bladder control. They may lose the ability to chew and swallow. And certainly when they can't do that, then they need to be fed. Um, many times that may require tube feeding. The challenge with that is um, not just the tube feeding, but if they are not able to chew and swallow, because remember, these are all brain, everything is under the control of the brain. But if that uh, modality goes um, and you put something in your mouth and you don't remember how to chew and swallow, instead of going into the stom- stomach, that material can easily go into the lung um, and uh, then create a significant problem. Um particularly being vulnerable to pneumonia and various types of respiratory infections, which can quickly proceed to um, a cardiac arrest, mortality, and uh, death. So what are some things on the more positive side that we can do to sort of slow down or prevent dementia and or dementia-related issues? Um, It's amazing how eating healthy and eating properly is always an issue. and um, eating a balanced diet, fruits and vegetables, the same thing that we tell, uh, I talk about in terms of heart disease, cholesterol, diabetes, et cetera, same, same approach. Similarly, uh, exercise, regular exercise, stimulates the brain, stimulates the body, has a very positive po- approach. Uh, keeping mentally active. Um, uh, consciously engaging in activity, attending various events. If you're retired, uh, attending various social events with friends, family, attending church, attending, um, taking a class, um, et cetera, et cetera. Things you don't want to do is you want to stop smoking. If you are a smoker, any any type of tobacco, you want to stop. If you drink alcohol, you want to stop. Now, I'm one of those physicians that will not give you a pass uh, if you drink beer or wine. There's some who, for some reason, have decided that beer and wine is not real, are not really alcohol. Yes, they are. Uh, so you need to stop drinking altogether. Why? Because it has a negative effect on the mind and on the body. 
as we know that alcohol, uh, that uh, Alzheimer's disease is increasing in this country. Um, and that's not surprising because the population is increasing. Uh, the single biggest um, generation uh, is getting older, called the baby boomers. Um, and so um, it's no surprise then that now you're going to have more individuals with dementia and more individuals with uh, Alzheimer's disease. So again, to summarize a bit in terms of Alzheimer's, it's, it's, it's a physical damage to the brain, um, which then translates itself into significant damage in terms of cognition and function, um, particularly function in terms of activity of daily living. And many times that's one of the ways that you can pick up that there's something um, significantly wrong uh, in an individual mentally. Uh, when those activities of daily living, uh, getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, eating breakfast, driving to work, going to um, uh, participate with the group, uh, the individual can no longer do those things or certainly not do them safely. So when one thinks of um, um, Alzheimer's particularly, I want you to you think of two terms, one cognition and the other term function. Cognition first. Cognition is just a fancy way of saying thinking, thinking. So the person with Alzheimer's is not able to think normally, not able to think in a way that allows them to do those things that they need to do on a regular basis. Second word, function. Function is action. So I can think that I want to have a ham sandwich, but uh, that I want to make a ham sandwich. But functionally, I need to be able to get up, find the meat, find the bread, put them together and make a sandwich. So Alzheimer's attacks both those areas. Um, one, the thinking um, uh, becomes uh, quickly impaired or significantly impaired so that you then see the massive decrease or deterioration, if you will, of the function on the other side. And these are what we call ADL, activities of daily living bathing, dressing, grooming, feeding oneself, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so when one loses that functionality, um, uh, then it becomes very, very obvious, and then uh, one can end up being a danger to themselves or to others. Um, and so the, the cognitive issues, um, the thinking issues, uh, and the functional issues become much more uh, pronounced. Now, it's also important to keep in mind that, that Alzheimer's disease is treatable. There are medications that can treat Alzheimer's disease. Obviously, the effectiveness of the medication depends on the stage and depends on, on, the, on the symptomatology. Uh, but acetylcholinesterase inhibitors is one category of medication for Alzheimer's. Metamantine is another category uh, of medication for Alzheimer's. Um, and so if there's a suspicion um, of yourself or those around you uh, that Alzheimer's may be an, a potential issue, certainly um, uh, speak to your healthcare professional uh, and get an evaluation um, and um, decide whether treatment is necessary. In addition to medication, various types of therapy, cognitive stimulation therapy, cognitive rehabilitation therapy, all those things are available to help one's thinking ability to help to preserve that thinking ability over time. So in terms of prevention, 
Um, and some may argue whether it's preventable or not, but I would suggest um, I don't see a downside uh, to trying to prevent Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, and so some of those things that one can do in terms of prevention is certainly socialize and talk with friends or interact with friends and family more. Um, and quite honestly, I find this interesting. I used to consider myself or consider myself an introvert. And my point is, uh, this is when everybody wants to be an extrovert because it's healthier to be an extrovert, certainly as it relates to um, brain and brain types of cognitive uh, um, uh, difficulties. Stay physically active. What we do know that there is a, a mind-body connection um, and that when you exercise, you feel better. And when you feel better, you exercise more. Avoid substances. And we talked about that in terms of uh, drugs and alcohol, recreational drugs and alcohol, um, and smoking. And practice cognitive training. In other words, the mind really is, the, the brain really is a muscle. Um, and so uh, like with any other muscle or computer, computerized muscle, if you will, uh, repetition in a positive way can help it. Um, and so those these are some things that we may have under our own control uh, that we can do. So another way of saying some of that is um, some have suggested um, that 40 percent of dementia cases can be prevented with lifestyle changes, There's some basic lifestyle changes. And some of those lifestyle changes that we've talked about, one is to increase education, exercise that mind, talk to people either formally or informally, interact intellectually, um, uh, increase the physical activity. Remember, the mind and the body go together uh, and they, they, they help each other. Uh, and also, um, at the same time, increase social contact. Uh, be more of a social butterfly, if you will, that that is beneficial to you in a long-term process. And things you want to decrease um, are things like uh, high blood pressure, meaning that you want to make sure that it's it's under control. Keep your doctor appointments, take your medication regularly, um, check your blood pressure at home yourself. Um, um, also, you want to control obesity, smoking, depression, um, uh, make sure your diabetes is under control. Um, eliminate alcohol intake. Um, you want to avoid head injury. And head injury is something that becomes more prominent in, in elderly patients. Again, 65 years of age and older. And part of that is because balance uh, begins to deteriorate long before anything else. Um, and so quick turns, coming downstairs, going upstairs, standing on um, uh, ladders, are all problematic with elderly patients, 65 years of age and older. Uh, and so you want to avoid that because obviously any type of external trauma to the head or to the brain increases the rate of progression of something like dementia and possible Alzheimer's disease. Again, prevention, social engagement, physical exercise, avoid substance abuse, mental exercise, reading, classes, uh, get a hobby. In summary, Dementia is not a disease, but rather an umbrella term that describes a wide range of symptoms that affects people's ability to perform everyday activities on their own. Alzheimer's is a disease of the brain that leads to dementia, dementia, and indeed is the most common type of dementia, and arguably one of the most serious types of dementia. Common symptoms of dementia include um, thinking issues, 
decreased memory, poor judgment, decreased focus, changes in language, decreased behavior. Alzheimer's um, uh, increases that or, or, or copies that and makes it even worse, quite honestly. Uh, Alzheimer's occurs mostly in individuals over 65 years of age. Um, and in later stages, Alzheimer's uh, has a huge damage um, to the brain um, in um, its ability to function. Uh, and we call that uh, the ability to do activities of daily living, dressing, eating, um, um, brushing your teeth, grooming, etc. There is a very active Alzheimer's association that is located in Chicago, Illinois, their phone number is 1-800-272-3900. That's 1-800-272-3900. If you believe that either you, yourself, or someone you know or family member has dementia and or Alzheimer's, um, uh, certainly uh, recommend that um, you bring that up with your healthcare professional. Uh, and get an evaluation, an exam, and whatever tests that need to be done. But you can also yourself call the Alzheimer's Association and do your own research independently. Uh, Knowledge is power, uh, just so that you better understand what's going on. My basic principles. I always like to end with my basic principles. My first principle is God is in charge. I'm a physician of faith, and indeed it is my belief and my faith in God that has sustained me over these years and allowed me to provide uh, care for my patients. Um, Second, I don't have any bad days. I uh, figured out about 30 years ago that whether I had a good day or a bad day was really up to me. And I made a decision that I did not need any more bad days. I had had enough. Um, So now my days are either good days or great days. Uh, Principle number three, don't sweat the small stuff. Most stuff is small. Uh, I have learned Uh, not to allow small things to bother me as much as they used to. Uh, I have figured out that most times it's never as big a deal for the most part as I think it is. And so I'm working, I'm better, not 100%, but I'm better about letting it go. Um, Principle number four, forgiveness is therapy. Whatever occurs to you that you perceive as negative, I suggest to you to immediately forgive. Give the individual um, whatever the circumstances are. It does not matter what the facts are. Just automatically forgive uh, that that indeed is therapy. And the final principle is everything is a relationship, Um, work relationship, family relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Relationships are based on three things, mutual respect, mutual trust, good communication. If you have those things, you have a very good relationship. If you do not have those things, you have work to do. These discussions, this podcast series um, is part of a masterclass series uh, with a number of different topics. And I would encourage you to subscribe should you choose to. You can go to www.buzzsprout.com forward slash 2101003. That's www.buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T dot com forward slash 2101003. And finally, Be the change that you want to see in the world. Thank you and have a wonderful day.
Thanks for listening to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast with Dr. William Choctaw, MDJD. We hope you enjoy this episode. In fact, if you found this episode helpful, you can support and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform with the keywords, Dr. William Choctaw, and you'll find it very quickly. Also, subscribing helps ensure that you don't miss any future episodes. And then take the next step of action and share it with your family, friends, and or your co-workers. They'll be glad you did. So until the next time, live your best possible life the best possible way. You've been listening to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast with Dr. William Choctaw, MD, JD.